0: I'm Lauren. I'm Steph. And this is Design Beat. Hello, hello. It's Steph. And this is episode two of Design Beat, where we share the stories of creative women who dance to the beat of their own drum. And we hope you come away inspired, uplifted, and encouraged to go for it. In this Heartful episode, we're excited to be talking to Jenna, aka Lady Bright of Lady Bright Studios. She's a muralist, painter, and bright color exploratory artist and sketchbook master with the biggest heart and the funnest personality. And like both Lauren and I, she hails from the great state of Utah and is calling in from her garage studio. We talked about what truly drives her creativity, what it's like trying to balance being a mom and wanting to design all the things all the time and her experience becoming a muralist. And bonus, she shares her tried and true best thing you can do to develop your own personal style, and it's good. We are so honored to have heard her story, and we can't wait for you guys to hear it too. Uh, First, I feel like I need to give a little disclaimer. It was our second episode ever, and we had some technical difficulties, so the audio is not as good as we'd like it to be, but we promise that the story is so, so worth it. So without further ado, we present An Evening with Lady Bright. I think we're ready to do this. Are you ready to do this?
1: Guys, I'm an avid podcast listener because that's just what I do when I paint or like whatever I do. So to be on one, it's so surreal. And I get to do with fellow artists. Is this your first one? Yeah. Yay! I love that. Yay! I feel so cool that you guys invited me. You're our
2: second our second person we've interviewed. Ah oh,
1: guys.
0: I feel so honored. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. Excited. <laughs> Rapid fire. Guys. Okay. So it's just oh, like a, shoot. a couple of questions. Just a couple of questions.
1: Guys, I love Jesus, but I swear a lot. <laughs> You're gonna give us the E. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. I'm ready. Are you ready? no okay what is your favorite work snack chocolate chocolate what kind of chocolate
1: dub milk chocolate I love those or jalapeno cheetos which is so funny because it's like I get my hands messy so the whole point (laughs) of that is stupid but
0: yeah baby wipes you know all right there you go okay favorite hobby outside of art
1: I've been asked this question before and like I am so into art that I feel like I don't have any other Or art more art <laughs> i really want to get into stained glass so bad i'm so Ooh. nervous because i'm so clumsy but do it go for it do, do it uh, yeah it'd be, be so amazing. fun i think it's so pretty but i don't being a mom and being an artist are just the two things that i do 95 percent of the time other than sleeping yeah so. i feel that is sleep a hobby oh Naps. Wow. <laughs> <Naps> <laughs> yeah is a hobby right yes okay i'm a hobbyist napper how do you guys feel when you're being a mom, but, like, all of a sudden, you're just, like, all you're thinking about is, like, different designs and different things you can do? Because I feel like I'm just a bad mom at times because I'm not so honed in on my child's needs and wants. <laughs> do you guys ever get that way? I've been struggling with that, like, very recently,
2: actually. I've just been trying really? to really be intentional with scheduling my time. Like – Yeah. And I do have a more structured schedule where – My boys are in school and my daughter naps while they're in school and I get Mm -hmm. up early to work. And so just like last night, actually, my husband and I were talking about this and I decided I was like, okay, I really am going to try really hard to only work these hours in the morning, these hours in the afternoon and then Like, obviously, we have, like, something scheduled like this in the evenings, too. But then when I'm not working, I am focused on my family, which is so hard
0: because it's, like, always on my mind. I need to have a more structured schedule. I always say it's a part-time job, but it's a full-time mentality. Yeah. Another quote. That's a great quote. I have a hard time compartmentalizing, too.
2: I get obsessed when I'm, especially being creative. I'm like,
1: I don't want to stop
2: because I'm like in the flow. So it's really, yeah, really it's hard. A, the
1: momentum. Yeah, like when my husband asked me to do something, I'm like, like you're messing up my groove. Through like, the groove, <laughs> middle of uh, you get like a momentum going, and you just don't want to stop.
0: So
2: it's constant battle.
0: But yeah. It's just hard to be a mom and a creator sometimes. I have this conversation a lot with my friends, but yeah. there is this, this idea that like being in balance, she's on a tight rope and they say, How do you stay on the rope? Like, how do you keep your balance? And she goes, I just have to acknowledge that I will always be off balance. Mm. And it's good yeah. for me to be off balance because then I can see where I need to correct. And that's where I move. Ooh, I like that. you're
2: too far over here, too
1: far over here. Now I want to sketch a girl in an Italian
0: rope. Do it. You have to think about it. It's like you'll probably never be in balance. But if you no. can see the areas you need to improve in and you can see where you're doing well or maybe spending too much time on, then you can adjust accordingly. So as long as you're okay yeah. with that, you'll always stay on the rope. You guys should love keep this, thing because I think a lot of people would actually – be inspired by that. I just feel bad because I don't. So I can't. Too. I can't think of the artist's name. I feel bad. We could put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, look at you in the
1: show notes.
0: Okay, favorite yeah. show. Favorite show, New Girl. New Girl, yes, so funny. Oh, girl, I
1: love. I could watch that show over and over again and not get sick of it.
0: So good. My husband's name is Nick, so I was like, oh. yuck,
1: yuck. My my <laughs> husband acts like Nick sometimes. Okay, favorite okay. Uh, creative tool. Favorite creative tool. Oh, Posca markers by far.
2: I love your work with Posca markers. It's I, so cool. It, it's amazing. Yeah, I
1: think that's how you say Posca. I've heard people say Posca or Posca, but they're just acrylic paint markers and I just love them. I love them for the colors mainly. So,
2: Yeah. yeah. That's what I love about <laughs> your art. The colors oh, are you. amazing.
0: They're so fun. Okay, so tell us. So, what do you do? So, you, you use your markers. You work. Tell us about what you do. Um. Well, hi, I'm Jenna.
1: <laughs> I'm hi, Lady Bright Studios. Um, I've been debating if I want to go by Lady Bright, just so people know, because I want to do murals and people have cool names when they do murals sometimes. <laughs> so, I love color theory, and I love painting, and I love color blocking. I just like anything I can do with that. I just that's what I love doing. Whether that's in a sketchbook, a mural, um, on canvas, that's just what I love to do. Okay. So
0: when did you start? Have you always been creative? Or did you um, just decide one day?
1: I think that with a lot of artists, it's kind of just like, Hopped all over the place of when I started because I think I've always been creative. I'm definitely not left brain whatsoever. I am not analytical. I'm not. So I've always gravitated towards the creative side. Um, I only did a few things in high school and I took a few classes in college, but I didn't really launch my business, you would say, until like I think it was 2013 is when I launched my Instagram. My feed's all over the place with my style. But anyways, that's a different. Mine is no. too. <laughs> yeah. It's a little
2: cringe, but. Oh, no. I love your feed. It's amazing.
1: No, you're so nice. I like my feed now, but like two years ago. Oh, yeah. Honey, like,
0: <laughs> it's definitely cringe. But anyways. <laughs> it takes I'm going us on. a while
1: to find our styles.
0: I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, totally it's normal. just proof that it's just something that you work at. You just kind of start. And then, like, as you do more and more and more you find what you like, you find what you're good at, and then that like evolves into your style, which you're yeah. eventually like, okay, this is my work. I get yeah. it.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I got into this like rut where. So how I all started with my art is that I painted my dog, and I think that's how <laughs> a lot. of Like you of actually people...
0: painted him, or no, you, no, no, like, no. Okay, a of... <laughs> <laughs> not
1: literally, Seth. God.
0: Like, I painted a
1: picture, a portrait. I did, because I took one oil painting class in college, and and I painted a picture of my dog. I put it on Instagram, and people liked it, and I was like, oh, like... It'd be fun to just do a cute little art page, whatever. And this was back in 2013. And then I got into this like rut of painting people's docks. And then I'm really grateful. And I really I learned a lot from it. And I'm glad I got paid to do it. But then you just kind of get in this rut of like painting what's trendy. And you never really did get to know your own style. And so like literally from like 2013 to like no joke, like 2017, I was painting what people wanted me to paint. Like, just because, like, oh, can you paint this for me? And I think a lot of people get into that rut of, you know, they commissioned to me. So, I kind of form my artistic style into what they want. Does that make sense anything what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And and so, I was, like, I kind of really thought to myself, like, that's how kind of Lady Bright Studios and, like, the bright colors kind of developed. Because that's what I've always gravitated to is, like, colors. And, like, I don't care at all what I paint as long as I have a good... Color palette and a color story involved with my art.
0: Does that make sense? What I'm saying. I love that. Yeah, love absolutely. That. And that's something that we both admire about your work too. Is it just the colors? Yeah,
1: yeah. They're so good.
0: Oh, you're so sweet. I like love compliments, but I hate them at the same time. So. <laughs> Thank <laughs>
1: you so much.
0: What would you say is like the driving force behind your creativity? Yeah. You say colors. What about colors? I don't know what drives that creativity. Not to get like too deep, but
1: (laughs) let's do it. it.
0: I just like I'm gonna just
1: spill my guts to you guys. Well, so what kind of like evolved my style was actually my daughter. Um, she was born in 2017, and she had some complications, and she had they found out she had some heart issues, and she was um, needed two open heart surgeries. Wow. And she had a lot of issues until she was two. Like she was going into heart failure, like just different things. And um, art was my escape from all that because I got so depressed. And I got like my anxiety was through the roof. And if you like go back to my feed um, in 2020 is when I kind of started to evolve my style because I needed bright colors in my life because I was so depressed. And so I kind of forced myself, like not to get like too sentimental, but like I get forced myself to paint bright colors because I wanted to be feel bright on the inside. Does that make any I sense love what that. I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I just was, and it, it obviously my husband, my daughter, my people, my friends, my family, they have helped me so much, but art, it just helped me in a different way where just, I feel more confident. I'm doing this on my own. I feel validated. You know, just all these things that help with anxiety and depression. So I think color's a lot for my mental health. So that's literally my driving force. And a lot of it is my mental stability.
0: (laughs) So. yeah. Wow, totally. Well, you sound like an artist, that's for sure. Like, <laughs> you've got everything. You've got the backstory, you've got the talent. You were oh just like God. a whole person and a whole artist, and I love that. Uh, I well, appreciate that. That's really nice coming from you guys. Aww. you're the best. Okay, so what did your what did your education look like as far as, like, design or, like, art? So in high school is when I kind of
1: started things, like my senior year. I never had desire to do any sort of art and just never develop that skill. I would do projects for my friends all the time because they would make me draw things for <laughs> their projects or whatever. But I somehow got nominated for most artistic in my grade. Good job. But I never really did that much with it. So it's kind of started there for my senior year and then I just wanted to take an oil painting class in college and that was fun and then did nothing from like 2009 to 2013 with like art and I just it was Black Friday sale and I was like hey I want to pick up painting again so I went to go get brushes and paints and you know started painting my dog not literally but it was- got <laughs> on a canvas so <laughs> yeah
0: that's how it started that's awesome so it was mostly yeah.
1: self-taught then
0: you just kind of decided yeah that you wanted like to do it. obviously
1: I learned a little bit like I did drawing 101 once and then I did Uh, in college and then I did that oil painting class I literally was just a side gig Cause I, for six years, I worked with kids with autism as an RBT and that was a lot of fun and I love doing that. But like being a mom and doing that, I just, I'd rather just, (laughs) it was a lot, you know what I mean? I don't think I have Mm -hmm. that much patience. I love, love every kid that I worked with, but it was just a lot for your mental health.
0: And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, that was a lot of fun though. Yeah, no, totally. So you did that, you're working, you're doing it all on your own. What was like your moment where you kind of knew, okay, this is what I want to do. This feels right.
1: Uh, I didn't, I think my moment was actually recently where I didn't like, I just did what I did when I had, I I admired a lot of artists out in the community. There's a lot of people that know like Brooklyn and Color by Amber. There's a lot of artists that I truly do admire and I love how they had that unique style. And I, I went off the grid for a hot minute on Instagram cause I just didn't want to be influenced by anybody. Like I like to be influenced a little bit artists, like, Oh, I like the way they do their feet or their hands or the way they choose colors or whatever. But I just sketched. Like I sketched every day for 2020 and I just tried to figure out my style. And they the best advice that someone has given me ever is to figure out your art style. You need to paint the same or draw the same thing over and over and over again. And whatever will happen will kind of come naturally. So I chose Tiger's because I love tigers. And so I just painted, or I drew tigers in my sketchbook over and over again. I definitely have an ugly sketchbook <laughs> and a very fancy sketchbook. I think most artists do. <laughs> and there was this one piece that I have, I think it's on Instagram, or I just drew these tigers. And I'm just like, wow, like, this is this is it. This is the direction I want to go. And it wasn't necessarily the tigers itself but it was the colors and I just was so attracted and to the colors and it was so visually appealing to me that I just was like, I kind of threw the tigers aside and I was like, I just want to find colors that I enjoy looking at and whatever I paint or whatever I draw, I'm just going to go from there. And just, I love color theory. I hope I answered your question. I don't even remember what it was. I love that.
2: <laughs> I love that about drawing every day because that's my goal too, is to draw yeah. every day for this year. And if you're doing it every day, you're not as married to it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like,
2: you don't put as much stress on it. If it's bad, you just try again tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. it doesn't love need to be perfect. I think a lot of people think that like, because Instagram, you're obviously going to put the most perfect thing out there but I have Mm -hmm. so many ugly sketchbooks because I just want to figure out the composition or what colors go good well or Mm -hmm. you know that's literally all what art is is just trying to figure it out and figure out your art style I'm still trying to figure it out there's some things that I still don't like and I I'm starting to like a lot of my paintings are like smooth and like butter and just like I love that but then I'm like I actually really like texture and so yeah uh, it's a h- evolving thing with art all the time you're constantly always evolving and I think just a lot of people get stuck in one place sometimes and it's okay to find something new or find something different and I that's what I love about art so much is you're constantly evolving constantly changing constantly developing your style and and you're always becoming better and it's you can see that especially with sketchbooks you can just you can literally flip through the pages and see wow like I really have developed my style and I I suggest that to anybody that's trying to figure out their style it's just sketch sketch as much as you can Mm -hmm. because that's and see what comes naturally and I promise you you'll (laughs) love what you do eventually there'll be moments where you want to throw your sketchbook at the (laughs) window but you know Mm -hmm. there's other moments that are great yeah
0: yeah, I love that. I think, too, it's about not being too precious about your yeah. art. There's this concept that I think I kind of cling to is that I have all of these really nice materials and I have these nice mediums. And I'm like, well, I just don't want to waste it on something that yeah, isn't good. Exactly. But then it's like, what's the point? Like, you made such a good point. Like, art is just yeah, figuring it out. It really is. It's about the process. It
1: is. And I think yeah. there's just so much pressure on artists and designers to have it all figured out because of social media or have it all yeah. figured out you know and so it's okay to take time like I, I think I did the Instagram story like a couple of days ago we all have different journeys at different times and I get it it sucks when you, when you compare yourself to others but eventually we, if you work hard enough like we all are all of, all three of us that are <laughs> talking right now eventually we'll have that our goal in mind, whether if you want to be famous or if you wanna just pay the bills or you know be happy <laughs> with what you do you know so eventually it will all uh, everything will come with time. i just I know a lot of artists that just get discouraged because likes mean you know that you're doing a great job, which isn't true at all, so just yeah, a stupid algorithm.
2: It's hard because I feel like Instagram, as hard as we try and not think of it this way, it sort of assigns a number value to humans uh, yeah. and art. And sometimes I wish we could just hide the following number. Mm-hmm. And just because, like, I don't really care, but I just get caught up in it. It's like... Oh, yeah, for sure. You compare, well, if people come to my page looking for what I can do for them and they see that I don't have as many followers as this person they won't take me as seriously and it's just
1: it's hard not to get caught up in it how do you how do you not get caught up in it how do I not get caught up girl I get caught up in it all the freaking time Mm -hmm. but I think the more you're just true to yourself and authentically yourself I think the less you get caught up in it because you know that you're just doing what you love to do And you'll find your followers are the people that like what you do, if that makes Mm -hmm. any sense what I'm saying. But I think the more you're just true to yourself, the less you get caught up in the followers and the likes. I did my taxes (laughs) and I made way, way less in 2020 than 2020. And I know it has a lot to do with like the pandemic Mm -hmm. and everything, but... I also just because I was trying to figure myself out and I'm lucky enough that I have a husband who works and I'm able to do that. I know a lot of people don't get that opportunity, but I think it was definitely worth it because I know in the long run, I'm going to be able to find the people and like they want to pay me for my style or, you know, they'll come to me for
0: a mural or for a commission piece. So with all of that, would you say that like something that you would wish you could tell yourself when you had just started is to is to sketch, like, 100% sketch. Sketch.
1: But just, like, like you can totally admire art, artists. Like, copying, obviously, is, like, a huge subject in the art world. Like, copying versus inspiration. Mm. And I think it's okay to copy artists, as in, like, if you're sketching your sketchbook, because you're trying to figure out how they got that certain style. Yeah. But I think just sketching more is the best advice. And figuring out colors. Colors are so fun. I know a lot of people don't like colors, like bright colors like I do. But find muted colors that go together that are fun. I don't know. (laughs) I love that. I always try and get past
2: the sketch phase where it's just like ugly and I add in color as soon as I can. Because even if I don't know what I'm doing yet, I just instantly feel inspired if I'm using colors that I love. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of times where I will get like four colors that I really like. I try to limit myself to like – four or five colors sometimes, because I just mm. think it looks prettier that way. And I put blobs on the papers of those colors and I figure out what I want to put in those blobs. So my
0: I start out with color and then I draw in what I want or what I desire, yeah. I'll have two questions. What does your process look like? And then how do you get unstuck when you're not motivated and you're not feeling creative? What does your whole uh, process so look like?
1: my process, sometimes, I actually watch a lot of sketchbook tutorials on youtube have you guys ever done that you should it's so like it's the most it's the most entertaining thing at least to me like i think it would be entertaining for you guys too but they talk a lot about getting stuck and about even drawing them getting stuck (laughs) like drawing themselves getting stuck Mm -hmm. and it kind of just like develops from there like i can show you what I, I drew just the other day that looks insane, but it's so fun. I don't understand it, but it's so fun. <laughs> like a Love mushroom it. and a there cat with a balloon, yeah. <laughs> just like a watermelon, and just like I don't know. If people can see, obviously, but it just, so just like whatever comes to your head. Yeah, or sometimes I just put, like I said, little blobs of color everywhere, and I figure out what I want to draw in that blob of color like I do weird blobs of color like ink blob it's so
0: cool kind of it is that's inspiring I've always told my husband I, I want to be the type of artist was it Roscoe I'm trying to remember art history there was an artist who literally just did color studies that's all he did like giant larger than life yeah. color studies and I'm like I want to be that person yeah. I just want to play with colors all day long and then make art that's yeah. it I would I think a lot of the time I actually
1: just figure out my color palette first. And then whatever
0: inspires me from that color palette, I move forward. Yeah. I love that. So, what would you say to someone if they were stuck and didn't feel creative? Was just to. Yeah, just like find,
1: like, that's why I like traditional so much, is because it's just like it's right in front of you. I see all my Posca markers out, and I just, okay, I'm going to find four colors that really stick out to me, and I do swatches. And then I look at those swatches and then I'm just like, go for it. Like I don't even think about what I'm going to draw. And then that is honestly the most therapeutic thing for me because I'm just not thinking, I'm just going. And I know what pe- where people get stuck is they think that it needs to be perfect or it needs to look like something <coughs> And it doesn't necessarily yeah. need to look like anything. <laughs> it just looks like a blob with hands. I don't know, <laughs> just whatever might inspire you. you. Might you might like the composition of it? So who knows? But just kind of go from there. Yeah. Well, I like when to ask you, like, what is your guys' process? I I know it's like, is that podcast etiquette? If I ask you guys, oh questions? yeah,
0: yeah, we're just chatting. We're just chatting. Lauren, what you start? What was your? What is
2: your process? Okay. So, mine's actually kind of similar. I like to start with colors. I try, I always try and start sketching in black and white because that's kind of like what I learned in school. Sort of like I'm doing it wrong when I start with colors, but... I love, I just feel like instantly inspired when I have a color palette that I love. And then I love to go to my Pinterest algorithm just really has (laughs) me figured out because I open it up and I'm like pin, 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 everything you see. Um, I get really inspired by colors in um, florals um, and fashion and nature, like sunsets and, um, things like that. So it usually starts with color and then I just kind of sketch. I love sketching on my iPad. Because I think I'm kind of an impatient person. And so I can get from one point to another faster on my iPad. (laughs) Um, And I can like toggle between I'll sketch something out and then hide it. And then sketch something out and hide it. And then kind of toggle between those. Oh, I love that. And yeah, I just kind of, kind of the same thing. See what (laughs) flows. And I do try and draw every single day. And I have a list on my phone of things. Whenever I think of something I want to draw, I will write it on my Trello board that I have of things I want to draw. So I don't know. Yeah. That's my, that's my process for illustration at least. I love that.
1: Do you ever like as graphic designers, did you ever like double tap your sketchbook to try to erase it
2: yes and zoom <laughs> oh my gosh I'll try all and the zoom. time
0: I, i'm constantly trying to zoom in on stuff i'm yes. like wait a second Can't i've been working it. with the ipad more
1: like this is like a very recent thing so i've noticed that i've been doing that when i go back to my sketchbook i'm like oh yeah this is real life i forgot so
0: yeah but what about you steph Oh, you guys are like so playful and fun. I'm very like methodical (laughs) about what I do. It's just very ingrained in me. Otherwise, I have two processes. Okay. The first process is methodical and I have a a whole thing that I go through. I start with uh, research and then I brainstorm and I get all my ideas out and then I take the best ideas. And once I have everything sorted out sketch wise, I'll bring it onto the computer Once it's computerized, then I colorize it. And that's when I pull in colors. Before I do that, when I research, I do mood boards. And so based on the mood boards, later in the process, then I kind of start to bring in those colors and see which one makes sense with the design. And then once that's done, back and oh forth. Gosh. And then when it's right, it's right, and it's over. <laughs> so that's that is the first process. And <clears throat> the second process is I sit around and I wait for inspiration to come to me, and then all at once it comes, and I do the thing, yeah. and then it's over. Do you do so, boards for like those are those are my two lettering processes.
2: and stuff, or just more for branding type things?
0: Both. I mean, if someone wants lettering, I usually say, okay, well, what are you thinking? Like. And then they usually send me images like, oh, we want this. We really like this. We like this color palette. We want this kind of um, composition. And I say, okay, great. And so I kind of take that information. Uh, but then I'll look at specific letter forms. I'll be like, I really like this for this. I really like this for this. And so I'll kind of take pieces, which is how I research. I just kind of do a broad research of everything and say, I really think this mm-hmm. would be best here. X, Y, Z. I love that.
1: That's awesome. What about, what about your inspiration for your Reels? Because they're pretty epic. There's oh my so god! <laughs> don't even. I have literally laughed out loud with
0: your reels. You are so Sorry. good at reels. Yeah, you are. My, I just have a ridiculous no, personality. I love that. Like I sometimes I come off as like very organized, but in reality, I'm like, I like laugh at poop jokes. Yeah. Like I'm like <laughs> poop. Like <laughs> I'm trying not just, to swear right and now. And so it's but. humor like that that kind of <laughs> inspires me. When I just, something that's just ridiculous, you know, those are the things that really. When it's ridiculous. I say, "Okay, this has something. I'll just like yeah. take a sound." I'll be like, "I feel this. I feel this. I want to make yes. something ridiculous I with love this." It. go off. Do you guys have kids? Yeah. How many? We both have three,
1: three actually. Oh my gosh. Boy girls? Oh, All boys. boys. You seem like a boy mom. I have two boys and a girl. Two boys and a girl?
2: Yeah. Who's
1: the where, where's the girl fit in?
2: She's the baby.
1: Oh. I bet you were She's so our excited.
2: Precious little
1: angel. But oh, that's so cute. Three, like I don't know how, like with one, it's super hard to be a mom and artist. So, do so you have ha- three, you have one. Yeah, I just had the one. She's three, and we're mm. working on potty training. Oh, and the death of me! Yay. <laughs> the death of me! <laughs> Good luck! Oh my gosh, that's the, the hardest thing I've ever done. Is oh, <laughs> so to potty hard. In. I know she's like a carbon copy of me, but she's so fun. How do you guys juggle being a mom? And being an artist. Yeah, well, I was going to ask, what does your day look my like? My day? Like, how do you juggle Well, it? since yeah. my daughter isn't in school yet, um, she's a September baby. And so she doesn't get to go for another year. Like, you know, so she'll be the oldest in the class. But I'm like... Is preschool worth it? <laughs> like, do I want to pay for preschool? <laughs> it's um, expensive. It is. So it's mainly her, and then whenever I can fit into art, like a lot of the times when my husband gets home, I go sketch or or do a commission. Like luckily, a lot of the stuff I can do on the iPad right now, so I just do it when she's watching her shows. Mm-hmm. But I'm just. Uh, a busy mom, so... I mean, she lo- she runs a lot of errands with me, so that's nice. Nothing super exciting. You know what it's like to be a mom, so... <laughs> it's just a lot of kicking and screaming and tantrums and <laughs> cuddles and, you know, all the good stuff.
0: Yeah. Do you have, like, a specific time that you sit down and work, or is it it's just... going kind of whenever? p.m. PM it's usually when I, like, get my stuff
1: together. I almost swore. When I get my stuff together and sketch or do a commission... I haven't gotten a lot of, like, painting commissions in a while just because of where my art has been taking me. But if I get a commission, like, if I do murals, luckily the couple murals that I've done, she's had young kids too. And so our daughters get along, so she's been playing with her. But I know that's not going to be, obviously, every case because I don't trust people a lot of the time. But but murals are a little bit trickier, so it's more like a weekend thing or, like, if I can find a babysitter, you know, mom life. Isn't that life?
0: I know. It's, like... Whenever we have time or on the weekends or if I can get over yeah. I love it so <laughs> that's much. That's happens. But that's like the one thing that's crappy is like, oh, yeah. Like, I can't just like run off and go do a mural. Right. So how do you find your clients? Like, do, the, do people come to you? Is it more referrals? Uh, so, or is it Instagram, website? So I don't – I'm
1: currently building my website right now. I've just been waiting on a few, like, pictures, like professional pictures that I've gotten taken. But there's actually these two really – inspiring women that i follow on instagram called pander p-n-p-a-n-d-r do you yes. know who they are oh, everybody yeah, totally. i films like that <laughs> like, so, phoebe oh, and roxy amazing. i i don't feel like you should idolize people but i'm definitely inspired by their hustle and everything about them and there are a lot of like that i go to them about like murals and stuff so i've been doing more outreach I'm going to take their web seminar that they have and they have a lot of good resources on their website because that's what I want to do is I want to do murals because I love bright colors and stuff like I literally like my I don't know slogan you would say is to paint the world a little brighter that's what I do I've been doing more outreach lately to answer your questions how do you reach out to people well luckily they have a little kind of mock-up of how to outreach pander oh. does but I know, right? I actually have, just to get stuff on my portfolio, I have been outreaching to people that I know to do it. I feel like a lot of people are just like, I'm going to just wait by and wait till people come to me, especially when it comes to murals, because murals are pricey, are just a big commitment and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So I think a lot of people just kind of wait at the wayside till people come to them but like pander they said that 90 percent of their income is from outreach Mm -hmm. and reaching out to people email with emails and stuff like that so they always say that if you don't outreach you're just leaving money on the
0: table yeah and so how do you know like what to charge so you reach out to someone and is it, like, weird to be like, oh, by the way, it costs this much? Or do you have, like, a set way that you price all um, your work? So for – this, it's the trickiest thing, right? Like, <laughs> figuring
1: out how to price your work. For, like, commissions, like, say, not murals, for, like, more traditional commissions, Um, I would charge hourly. And then once I – the full quote, I would put shipping, supplies, and my time are included with a final quote. And I usually give them options of, like – you can pay half now and the rest later. Yeah, obviously half up front, non-refundable, and then the rest later. And contracts are, depending on how big the job is, but I do contracts also with the clients. Um, with murals, it's a little bit different. I know that a lot of muralists charge by square footage, but with their design, it's, it's a lot. If you, <laughs> I suggest going on, if you want to do murals, I suggest going on Pander's website. They have a free template you can look at nice how did you decide
2: on an hourly rate or square footage rate
1: (laughs) um hourly just because it made sense because i feel like it broke it down for the customer being like oh wow art does take a lot of time like it's not just you're not going to just whip it up because I think if you just give them that big number, they're going to be very intimidated by that or just ghost you like a lot of people do. And so sometimes I itemize it for them and just kind of break it down and like why it got to that price point. And usually, I don't know, 75% of the time they're okay with it. But a lot of the times, like, I have to talk to my husband first. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you guys got that a lot too. Oh, yeah. I need to talk to my husband. Yeah, sometimes. Do you guys know who Jenna Rainey is? She's a watercolorist. Yeah, it does sound familiar. familiar. Listen to this podcast and then go over to Jenna Rini's podcast and she has a really good about how to price yourself.
2: <laughs> we love podcast recommendations.
1: Cool. Yeah. Um, she actually, I listened to one. A lot of people, when they charge really low, they're hurting the community. I hate bringing this up. Yeah. But they are yes, hurting the yeah. community. Because it's like, I know a lot of people that do charge really low because it's just. They're going to get more commissions because of it. And actually, that's a lot of reason why I wanted to do a new style is because people are going to pay more for my style instead of just like finding a different muralist or different Mm -hmm. painter. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. they have to come to me in order to get my style unless someone obviously copies me. But Mm -hmm. that's a no, no. (laughs) Don't copy me. Don't (laughs) don't do it. it. (laughs) Don't Don't do
0: it. (laughs) I know. Well, who was it? It goes, her name is like your buddy Meg. I can't remember what her last name is, but she said the same thing. She's like, if someone wants to copy me, that's totally fine. That's up to them. But the truth is, is that I have my own style. It's mine. People see it. They want my work. If they want my work, they have to come to me. They'll pay more for it It, because I'm Copying definitely isn't sustainable. We just have a couple of questions left. Um, Is there anything that you wanted to say? Anything that you wanted to share when you got on the podcast that we can kind of give you that platform? I think I've
1: said it already, but I think if you're really struggling with comparing yourself or just trying to find out where you want to go and what direction you want to go, just be true to yourself. Like for a long time, I was just stuck in this rut of just doing what was trendy or doing what kind of was saturated where there's like everybody was doing that's the definition of trendy i'm sorry (laughs) let me backtrack um i would just suggest you just be authentically you because people will notice when you're yourself and one person might think that your art is like completely ugly but the other person might think wow that's the coolest thing i've ever seen so when you're just being yourself i think you'll be happier and you'll find your fans and your followers I don't want to say fans you'll find your followers are the people that are inspired by you so yeah
0: right like attracts 100%. like 100 percent. when you put it out there people who want it and want to be a part of it with you will That's be attracted to it right there. I love that <laughs> there, it is. there it is I love it the last question to kind of wrap up is like what kind of goals do you have like where do you see your creativity and your business in the, the oh. coming years that question my
1: goal is i would love at least 25 states to be have a mural in at least 25 states Mm, i I love that that. that's a big goal i don't want to say all 50 because i just i don't think that's realistic but at least 25 states would be awesome or just like in in one foreign country would be really cool but so my goal is i've been doing murals these past weekend and i'm like oh wow this is really hard on my back (laughs) Like, like this is a lot of like physical labor but it's so fun and i get such a high doing it and i get so excited to show the client my work and how excited they get and like this client just barely had kids and how excited the kids were and they i did a unicorn and a bear and they kept kissing the bear and I'm just like in the Aww. unicorn and I'm like, Oh my gosh and they named the unicorn the bear and I'm just like Oh my this gosh. Me so happy. So if you ever need murals, if you're listening
0: to this, hit me up. I'd love to do one for you. Lady so. Bright. Yeah all your mural needs i love that well awesome that's that's oh all my gosh i just wanted to thank you so much for coming on and for letting us interview i hope i did okay and, and nerd I, out for a second you did so <laughs> good to stay up to date on all things design beat you can join us on our personal instagram accounts you can find me at martello.co and i'm lauren coons k-u-n-z-z-z thank you for listening like what you're hearing you can leave a review rate and subscribe and that allows us to keep interviewing more amazing women we hope you're a little more inspired uplifting and ready to go for it